Wings Things podcast. As you guys know, I am on a sports talk station. It was never my dream. I don't know how I ended up here, uh, but here I am, and I love it. It's it's absolutely great. It's not my first stop in radio. My first stop in radio, really, my first real job stop in radio was in Fond du Lac. Uh, two stations up there, KFIZ, which is a news talk, and then K107.1, which went through various music changes, including when I was there, and is now a country station. So about three weeks after I left, they played a little sound effect of a stampede and then switched completely to country. A guy that knows a lot about a lot of different music formats, Brian Kelly, who not only runs the PD job, program director for Kiss and Mix here in Milwaukee, all in the same building, but is also the top 40 what is it called? They captain? call it the format captain. Format captain. Yes. For uh, for Entercom, which yes. is a big company, you guys. <laughs> for Entercom, Brian, thank you for. Oh, some thanks time for being here. here. This is great. This should be interesting because I'm going to take you through what happened or what my station did in Fondy. Because again, okay. uh, we did a lot of different things. But before I tell you about all of those mistakes, yes. You radio. How did that start? Um. When I was a kid, I grew up on a farm away from everybody, and my closest neighbor was about a mile away, so the radio kept me company, Ah. and I listened to a little radio station on the AM dial called WLS, Mm, and uh, yeah, so um, I started listening to that radio station, immediately fell in love with the music and how it sounded and how everything was. And I just said, I got to, I, I got to work there someday. And I did. Wow. Uh, that I, easy. I, I, that yeah. easy kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we, when, when I was in sixth grade, we had a, uh, we had a, a career day at school and said, what do you want to be when you grow up and how are you going to get there? And so I had read Larry Lujak's book called super Jack, which is a great read by the way. And still out there. I don't like books. Okay. Well, I don't think they have an audio book, but I would make one for you. Oh, Seriously, you. Yeah. with this, I would just read it out loud, and I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on a, on, a, on a thumb drive. Oh, nice. Anyways, because so, it's, it's a quick read. But anyway, so I learned how, how you go from small markets, like a Fond du Lac or whatever, and then you work yourself up. So I grew up in a town called Portage, Wisconsin. Portage, very yeah. familiar. It's where the north begins, you know. That's sure. what the sign says yep. as, you, as you drive through. It's where I go when I detour on my way to the Dells. There you go. Yep. So um, so I wrote in this sixth grade paper, I wrote, I'm going to work at WLS someday, and I'm going to do so by working in Portage, which is my hometown, um, Wisconsin Dells, which was that, that was the big time when you went from Portage to Wisconsin Dells. No, I'm, that's Dells, what I'm man. telling you. That's why you only get to Portage if, the, if 39's closed. That's right. Right. And then Madison, Milwaukee, and then Chicago. And the funny thing is, this is, this is a lesson, everybody. Write down your goals because it, it worked for me. You went that trajectory? I, in that exact same order. Dang. It was really weird. And I wish I still had that piece of paper from sixth grade, but I don't. You can have a sixth grade kid do it. And <laughs> right? Make it look like Make it. it look like mine. So then you got to Chicago. Yeah. Jock? Uh, music director. Music director. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was music director here at a station called WZUU. Okay. Um, and, um, I, you know, when, 
When I first started becoming a music director, I thought all the records just came delivered to you in like a big box. And they just, like the UPS guy just dropped them on your doorstep. And I, I didn't realize there were like full-time jobs of people that actually actually come and say, hey, can you please play this song? Right. But that's a whole other business that I don't think a lot of people know about. Right. You turn on the radio, you hear a certain song, you want to request a song, and you, there is a like that is a job yes. to program how a radio station should sound. Absolutely. Which you have been doing for a long time. A while. A while. I get the the big question that I would have is how do you know what a radio station should should sound like? You've got Kiss here, yeah, which is top forty. Yes, you've got the mix, Hot AC, Hot Hot Adult Contemporary, right? Hot Adult Contemporary, yep. With without like just copying another station, how do you know what? You want your stations to sound like. Well, fortunately, a company like Entercom does a great deal of of research out in the field. So what you do is you find a proper representation of the population um, and you go, okay, so who who do we want to appeal to? Who, you know, what advertisers? I mean, that's how we all make make money is we run ads on the air, advertisements, and then... um, you know, you determine kind of right off the bat, are you going to be a female-leaning station, a male-leaning station, or are you going to be maybe a little bit of a, of both, which is what probably country is, is 50-50. But um, so for we, you know, Top 40 and Hot Adult Contemporary generally are female-leaning radio stations. So you go out and you find yourself some females yep. and you ask them questions. Um, and you say, hey, do you like... Um, this group of songs, do you like that group of songs? And these studies, I mean, cost a, a lot of money, but you need to get that right. You need to find out what the need is before you just go ahead and try and fill it. So when I when I signed on KISS in 1998, there was no top 40 station in the market. None. It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. How many are there now? Three. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that, and that was an example where my boss, uh, said, what do you want to do with 103.7? Because it wasn't working, doing what it was. What was it at the time? It was like a, back then it was called rhythmic AC. So it was like, um, rhythmic music, but soft and very, very wide, like everything from four tops Luther Vandross, okay, that you know, okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. So, that format was big in a lot of markets for like a second, and then it just kind of went away. Um, so anyway, so I said I want to make it a top forty, and I want to call it the all new, all hit one hundred three point seven Kiss FM. And he said, "Well, then that's what we're going to do." And I went, and "This is pre intercom <laughs> by the way." And I went, "Wait a minute, no, no research, no nothing. We're not going to go out and yeah. in the field." He goes. If we have to do that, we don't belong in the business. <laughs> so that's how big that particular hole in the market was. It was like, and to give you an example of that, <laughs> Will Smith get jiggy with it. Yep. Nobody was playing it. It was like a top five song in the market and nobody was playing with it, playing it because there was no radio station whose format it fit. So we decided to go in that direction right away and 
So Kiss Today is based off of getting jiggy jiggy with with it. it. And the fact that nobody was playing it. Actually, (laughs) our very first song was Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys. Okay. So, um, but... So yeah, and the station took off, became wildly successful right away, and and it filled that need where you know a lot of people just went, wow, this radio station makes a lot of sense. It plays a lot of my favorite music, and um, you know, but you don't know what it what you've got until I guess it appears. <laughs> Did you do a stunt like stunting before? We, if you want to call it a stunt, those things are are hard to do these days because. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to stunt, right? You don't want to stunt too much because then somebody else goes, "Well, what are they going to be?" And then they because when you that. when you switch, <laughs> yeah. The greatest one that I remember was I think Oshkosh or Fox Valley or whatever. Yeah, a station switched to oldies, so they did a Louie Louie weekend. Yes, they played Louie Louie. Was it VBO maybe mm-hmm. the entire weekend? Yes, and it gained huge buzz. Right, and then on Monday, so they did it for the weekend. On Monday, they played oldies yep. and. It's been a really dominant station yeah. since. Because people would always go back and say, "Do you know, uh, wow, are they still playing Louie Louie? Yeah. So it it invited tune-in over and over again. It was again. Like they five different versions. Right. And they wouldn't stay, but they would they would leave and then come back and leave and come back to find, oh, well, here they are. Here's what it is. Problem now is with so much intense competition, yeah. if you were to play Louie Louie now for a weekend, some other station would beat you to oldies by the time you signed on on Monday morning. Right. And so then now, you'd lose a, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people don't stunt anymore. They just go They just go from A to a B. A bull stamping. Click, yeah. Just and go. there you are. Just go. From whatever so we were. The, which... only thing, the only thing we stunted was we played 10,000 songs in a row without any commercials. That was our stunt, if you want to call well, it Well, I like stunt. that. And, and Intercom's been doing that when they switch. Yeah. Is that your doing? Yeah, I think. Well, no. That wasn't my idea. That's That came from somebody else. Because, again, but... you're a format captain. Right. Which <laughs> right. I don't think I ever congratulated uh, thank you on. Thank you. I appreciate in that. In your life yet. So, congrats. <laughs> Thanks. That's a big deal. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying my job immensely. I'm about 150 days into it and having a a blast um but the uh but yeah we played ten thousand songs in a row and the station took off and that and that was that so um we were super happy that we made that change and nobody else did for a long time we were unchallenged for i want to say close to 10 or 12 years um before another top 40 signed on here in the market it's hard for i maybe to grasp right away but there is a formula to what you hear yes on the radio and, and you've i mean made a good point of that with all the studies that you do and and the research when i started as a program director and i'll use that in quotes because <laughs> when I, I got the fond du lac i was in tv i quit i moved home fond du lac i needed a job i got a job doing the board op for high school on our am got the it. sports talk we did sure. some high school games so then they realized I could talk. Mm-hmm. So then, oh, why don't you do a halftime update? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart Winkler, here's some scores. Then the FM guy needed a weekend guy just to fill in a shift. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you have Bart do it? That's right. So I that's did how, it. Every, that's how a lot of us got our start. So I I had this sort of opening, and the job I wanted was the afternoon job because it was a little afternoon FM. It was a little afternoon AM. I thought it was a good blend for me. Yeah. There was some internet work. I just I thought it was a good fit. Yeah. But there was a guy in there who was going to get out of the business, mm-hmm. but wasn't like not even a foot out the door. Got he, it. he was looking at the door from across the room. Sure. 
So I worked at some other jobs in Fond du Lac, just waiting for this one job to open. To open. It opens. I'm the afternoon guy. Nice. Three months in, I get pulled into my boss's office. She says, so we're going to fire the morning guy who was also, I mean, it's a two-man station. Yeah. And you'll do the morning show tomorrow. Yeah. So I thought, okay. Obviously saw some potential there. Well, thank you. And yes. I was the only resort. Yeah. So I come in, I do the morning show, which I'm basically doing the other morning show. It was called John and Mary in the Morning. Yeah. Because they fired John, and then Mary's like, I don't, if I'm not doing it with John, I'm not, because she, that was a team. Yeah. So it was just me the next day. Sure. And we didn't tell anybody. And I don't know what the rules are for that. I mean, do you say goodbye to someone? Do you let listeners know? Yeah. We didn't. We never did. Just just didn't acknowledge them. It, they, like it would never they didn't, happen. They didn't exist. So it's just me. Yeah. So here I am, and then things come up. I'm doing the morning show. That's my focus. But like program director things come up, mm-hmm. and there's nobody to do them. Right. So I don't know. Are they going to hire someone? What? So then I just started signing my emails, program director. Sure. And they never hire anyone else. <laughs> so I was the program director. So I had to figure out how to schedule the music. Yeah. That was a big thing because big thing. the music was scheduled through Friday. This happened on a Thursday. We had nothing to come on on Saturday. Right. So I get it scheduled. I get it scheduled. <sighs> Got the weekend. Yes. Then I listened to the station. I think, well, we were at the time, K107 at the time was like 80s and 90s best of today sort of thing. Okay. Delilah used to run at nights. Okay. So it was kind of, it was soft. Soft, soft, what we would call a soft AC maybe. A soft AC. Soft adult contemporary. And I I didn't like, Katy Perry is the person that I use as an example. I didn't yeah. like waiting. She's been right here in this studio, by the way. Look at that, Katy yeah. Perry. Yeah. Where, right where yep, I'm sitting? right where you're sitting. What was she doing? Yeah, she was... Um, she was what we would call liners? Them, doing liners for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I have, I want to talk to you about that okay. too. How we did it. Yeah. So anyway. Because we can afford Katy Perry's. Right. So Katy, so you use Katy Perry for an example. Because I wanted, I didn't want to play like, I wanted to play the new Katy Perry. Yeah. Not the one that was five singles ago. Right. And that's what we were doing. Sure. So over time, I started to put in these new songs and newer songs, and I kind of blended it into what the mix would be, a hot sure. AC. Yeah. Which was good, but then I didn't know, like, how much do you program the new Katie? How much right. do I put Firework on? Right. I was big on, because Fond du Lac, not rated. Yes. We get feedback from people. Yep. When do you, and you're, when you're in Fond du Lac, it's a town of 50,000, you listen for five minutes on your way to work, five minutes home. Yeah. And the true listeners of that station yeah. are people at work. Yes. And so what I would hear from people is, I don't want to hear the same song twice. Yes. I'd hear that all the time. Yep. So I put in the formula, don't play for eight hours. Right. But now I've learned over time, when you have a hit, Yes. sorry, you might hear it once in my, every two my hours. My saying it always is, if it's their favorite song, you can never play it enough. And if they hate it, once a day is too much. Right. Basically. You wouldn't schedule a song that's hot just once a day. No. How much should it be playing? We play ours every 70 minutes. So you have, they're called Powers, right? Powers, yeah. And these are the top, top songs. Top five songs. It's five. Five of them, yeah. Every 70 minutes. Yes. That's a formulaic, time-tested theory. A- absolutely. Almost every top 40 station does it that way. 
because I think our I was just hearing from people at work. There's a lot more turnover in a bigger city. Yes. And if you hear it twice, I mean, what? Who cares? Right. Right. It's a song you like. Right. Exactly. Well, and now, Bart, as you know, we have a, a lot of um, research at our disposal, and we know that people consume radio. You know, it's more of a snack than it is a meal. Yeah. They come in, they listen for 10 minutes, they leave, they go someplace else. Right. Then they come back and snack for another 10 minutes and then they go away and do something else. Or, and that's, and it's, and believe it or not, unless you're what I call a captive listener, meaning you don't have control of the radio at work and it's just being piped through the building, um, that long-term listening just doesn't exist that much anymore. Right. And we had a lot of people in like factories or shops or offices that didn't have control of the radio. And that's who I heard from. Headphones have become the new wall. Yeah. When you really think about it. Yeah. People put on their headphones in these cubicle situations to isolate themselves from everybody else. But, you know, maybe they, they have the headphones on for 10 or 15 minutes and then they have to talk to somebody. So then they're not listening. Right. And maybe they missed the big Taylor Swift song or something. Yeah. So then they put him back on. If you're not playing that Taylor Swift song again soon, they're going to go, where in the hell is that Taylor Swift song that I like so popular right now? So that was my initial, I guess, research. Yeah. That's who I heard from. Yeah. When I started, I think he had it set up where there were maybe 15 to 20 power songs. Right. No such thing, by the way. There's... There, there's only about five songs. Okay, because when I took over, I made it up to sixty. Yes, yeah, see that was. I too took much. the top forty <laughs> chart. These are my power songs, and then songs that I thought yeah. held over from. It's a good thing you were in an unrated market at that point. The, my whole career has benefited from being in an unrated market, and I do tell people that that, that they should do that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, on our morning show. I did a morning show. Again, there's people five minutes in, five minutes out. Yeah. But I would bring in like these awful guests from that are that are from a public service or whatever. Yeah. And I on a, a music station, I talked to them for ten minutes. Right. Which is way too long. Way too long. And I knew it. Yes. But it it was sharpening my skills. Absolutely. As an interviewer. Yes. And then we did these segments. I listened to a lot of Howard Stern. Sure. So I I did these long segments. Yeah. 10 minutes, which they were good, Yeah, I, but the radio was not probably not, not the right the place. place for them. We're, we're at the right spot now right. to do this kind of long-form right. programming. But I, this was what I had, and yeah. I did this based on what I did as a kid when I would listen in my room to WIXX out of Green Bay and do my own radio shows on cassettes, Yeah, which I eventually... <clears throat> taped over because then i turned a teenager and then like don't you hate that don't you wish you could have had some of that stuff back now i have so much stuff that i taped over because i couldn't afford you know cassettes or whatever that i really wish i would have and i was just embarrassed yeah well i i taped i had a whole station i was me yeah i was like the in charge of the station yes i had a morning show that was based off uh bob and tom okay so they were called like jim and bill yeah i had a weatherman and I did all the voices, of course. Of BK. course, yeah. The weatherman was actually a human uh, sheep. Okay. Whose name was Sheep Sheepy. Nice. One time, the storyline, I died because I got in a car accident in real life. Oh, wow. So then Bart in my, died? Yeah. Or Sheep the, Sheepy the head died? Of the, 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 the head of the... The head of me died. You died, yeah. So I played Fields of Gold. Oh, wow. 
over like car crash. It'd be a terrible day. Sound effects. <laughs> I mean, just, I wish I could hear that again yeah, yeah, because right? it's so stupid. No, it's so ridiculous. Yes. But in the morning show, I'd have these such this long form, and I know that it was wrong, but I still did it anyway for practice. For practice, why not? There's no I, ratings. I, I don't think there was anything wrong with that. We didn't lose any advertisers yeah. for anything, right? No, because you advertise a completely different way, right? In a smaller market, in a smaller market, yep. But on the music standpoint, I wanted to make sure that people didn't hear the same song every day at work because that's what I was being told. Sure. And then also, I wanted to make sure that when you heard a song, like I, how many songs do you have? I guess in your rotation total that would play that could even have the chance of playing today on Kiss. On Kiss, it's about 110. And then on the mix. That's it. It's about 160. Okay, mine was like 800. Right. That's way too much. So I just, I looked at it as people want to hear different things. Yeah. All right. So then this was going, okay, we decided if we're going to do this sort of hot AC, yeah. let's do it. Let's focus up. Yeah. We had, we worked with the guy from, I think, Music Master or whatever. Sure. Uh, and we, we figured out, okay, we're going to, I think we got it too, because my boss, the owner, would do the music then with me. Got it. Because he, I don't need anything else to do. He right. really doesn't. Okay. I mean, this is a, I don't want to, <laughs> he, he owns a place, he has nothing to do. Right. So he wanted, he likes he, music, so. Sure. So we did like 12 powers. Okay. Maybe, or currents, we yeah. called them. Currents, yep. 18 recurrents. Yes. And then categories for 90s and right. 2000s, because, you right. know, we're still kind of keeping our right. K107 identity, whatever that meant. Sure. But we were more of a hot AC yes. station. Yeah. And our big sweeping change was, we play your music. Yes. That was our tagline. Okay. And how did you demonstrate that? I mean, how did you prove, how did you back that up? Because we played every single request that came in. There you go. Every single D- Didn't matter what it was. One. I mean, within reason, though, right? I mean, if somebody called up and said, uh, I want to hear, you know, the clarinet polka by Lawrence Welk or something, you would play that if you had it? I took a screenshot of this. I don't know what I, day it was. Here's three songs in a row that played on a, probably a Monday afternoon. Let's take a look. If you could just read them I out I sure long. will. Uh, Talking Body, Toe of Low, that's a pretty good song. But that's like alternative. Right, but I mean, we played that on Kiss and Mix here. Okay. Honey, I'm Good, Andy Grammer, big hit. Okay. Still. And oh, and now you have a call coming in from Orlando, Florida. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that is uh, someone trying to scam me. Uh-oh. Hello, I'm busy. Yeah, nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, where's the picture? And the last one is Wheel in the Sky by Journey. Oh, see, that's a good song, too. But that does. I mean, you're wheel not... in the sky. The only one out of format to me is wheel in the sky. Okay, so if Tobler you're listening works next to Andy Grammer, but I if, think. Well, good. I feel yes. I feel better about that. Yeah. But you're never going to hear on the mix Andy Grammer and then wheel in the sky. No. But that's what we did on the format. And sometimes, I mean, the same person at eight twenty would request "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder sure. every day. Yes. And I eventually I would play it. Yes. Whether it was nine thirty or ten thirty or whatever, yeah. Now some songs were so off the board that we did have a limit, yeah. But for the most part, we prided ourselves on if if you don't like what you're hearing, tell us we'll play your song next, right? What do you think of that idea in a small market? Well, um, I think you always have to remember. I mean, 
radio is is a communication of the masses, right? I mean, the more people you have listening, right. the more successful you are. And and you know, advertisers who depend on the radio to get their message across, the more their cash register is going to ring with the more listeners that they right. have. Right. So, it's very important to um, and which is why you see a lot of what we would call playlists so so short is that at any given time there are only about five songs that people are really excited about. Everything else is just a bridge to get to that song again. Right. So if you can cut down the number of what we would call tune out opportunities, um, and you know between those hits, then you're you're doing pretty good. So that would be my only reservation on a song that on a on a station that plays all requests because. While you're satisfying one listener that really likes Wheel in the Sky, is that same person that stuck around for Tove Love and Andy Grammer going to be around for Wheel in the Sky? Probably in Fond du Lac okay. because there's not a lot of choice. Well, so and then people as, are robots as, there. Then maybe as long as you're not playing, you know, Lawrence Welk or uh, Metallica, <laughs> maybe you're doing okay. I don't know. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did not play Metallica. I mean, I tried to keep it within yeah, within bounds. Reason, but you, Wheel in the Sky, Wheel in the Sky is coloring outside the lines just a scope. Yeah, it is. But I, the, I really wanted to make sure. I don't know. We didn't have ratings. Yeah, and I just felt like our station was behind the eight ball. Yeah, there, were, there was another station in town, and there was like a hot AC in in Oshkosh. Yeah, I just felt like we. We really had to get every person we can and be as loyal as we could to them. Right. So some of that I still try to do on the sports station today. Sure. Including listeners into the show. Sure. You're just as much of a part of it as, as we are. Right. So there's some methods that I, I think I still do, but I believe we went overboard with the request. Yeah, maybe. Big time. Do you find yourself doing that now as a talk show person? Do you find that... um do you find yourself playing to that small crowd that calls in versus the the big crowd that is listening? It's different now. The small crowd that there's that, but then there's the other thing that distracts me, which is Twitter. Yeah. So I'm. It's it's hard. It's hard to be in sort of a discussion on Twitter and an argument. Yes. And then not talk about it on the air. Right. Even though it's entirely separate. Yes. And there's a lot of listeners that tweet us. Right. And so we get a good instant feedback if something's working or not. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people that don't have Twitter. Right. Or are not checking their phone right now. So right. that that's been something well, I've had to work through. But if you have Twitter and you're like, wow, this is a very interesting point that this right. person just made, why not share it with all of your audience? You know? Right. And I so, do, but yeah. like on Monday, this one guy on Twitter who a lot of Bucks fans follow yeah. was talking bad about Jabari Parker, how he shouldn't play in this current series. He's a Milwaukee <laughs> Buck. At the time of this podcast, the Bucks are in the playoffs and they're not doing well. Yeah. And at the time of this podcast, I should say Jabari Parker is a Buck Got because it. that probably won't happen much longer. All right. But I was just so incensed with something he said. I did kind of make a topic out of it on Monday. Yeah. But I kept referring to this guy that maybe a lot of people didn't know. Sure. So Twitter is is where I do that. But sure. it's great to have somebody tweet and hear your name. Oh yeah. On the radio, that oh, yeah. charm never goes away. I, I agree. I think that's that's important. So we do do that. That's cool. A lot. Yeah.
with the music then too, we we incorporated the show on Friday nights. We did it at six. Yeah. I don't know if it was the best time for it or the worst. I just didn't know we didn't know when to do it. Sure. The show was called because remember, BK. Yeah. We play your music. We play your music. So, we play your music. That's how it said. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> we play your, your music. music. So the show was called You Play Your Music. Oh boy. People got to pick twelve songs. Yep. I'd come bring them in just like we're doing now. Yes. I'd have them tell me. I'd say, okay, why do you want Journey Wheel in the Sky? Yeah. They'd say a story. Yeah, they'd say, I lost my virginity in yep. the back seat of a Chrysler yep. during Wheel in the Sky. And it reminds yeah. me of Sandra, who yeah. I stalked but never talked to in yes. 15 years. Yeah. So we'd play it for them. Yes. Sometimes they were format acceptable. Yes. Sometimes it was like an hour of ska. Yeah. Sometimes it was like an hour of... So we really broke format Sure, that during that so, show. Yeah. Which, yeah, I like that we did it. I don't know if Friday at six was the best right, time. Right, I don't know when you would do that. Right, I think Fridays is a good time. I mean, I think Fridays, you know, like we, uh, on the mix, we do what's called the all night party mix, where we kind of put the ballads away and we're just kind of all up tempo between seven and midnight because we figure, you know what, these people that are listening that might be second shift or whatever, they want to, you know, stay up, stay awake, stay going. I mean, there's a reason why you're listening to the radio at night and we figured you know radio's kind of had a shift in that way in that it used to be if you wanted to be listened to a lot at work you were soft or if you wanted to be listened to at extended periods of time you were soft now i find just the opposite i find that you know well people want something snappy something peppy yeah to keep going while they're at work or while they're you know working second shift or whatever so um you know you don't you don't hear that many super soft, slow, adult contemporary stations. Like when I was a kid, there was a huge radio station, which we now own. It's now WOLX in Madison, but it was called Love Stereo when I was a kid. And it was a lot of classical music and, you know, very soft, but it was on like everywhere. Sure. Yeah. And I was competing against a softer station that would be on a dentist office. Yeah. And so I would always make jabs at dentist office music. Sure. And I wanted to be a little more upbeat. If you really wanted to, if you really wanted to cut it down, you'd call it elevator music. Elevator music. That really music. made him mad. Oh, you play elevator music. So, okay, this thing on the mix. <laughs> yes. It gets a little hotter. A little hotter. At night. Yes. I had that exact same idea. I wanted to be like mix in the day. Yep. And then maybe like kiss at night. Sure. I thought that would make sense. Sure. That'd be good. Yeah. We had a guy come to the station. And present this an idea. Yes. This was, I was very early in the program director days. Yep. Didn't have a lot of like confidence about what was going on. The ownership and management structure was a complete disaster. Yeah. So this guy comes in and says, I want to play. It was almost like, it was almost like perfect timing. Yeah. I want to bring a hotter vibe to Fond du Lac. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's like, I'll get paid. Just, you know, I'll sell my own ads. Yeah. So the salespeople loved it. Yep. Because it's not going to cost us anything. Right. He was going to work like 90% commission. Yeah. At night, we're not running any. There's no tracking. There's nothing going on. Right. So I said, all right, here's a bunch of songs that we want in. I spent the whole weekend dubbing in songs. And when I say that, I mean I recorded the song in its entirety off of YouTube. Right. Or Music Master. See, when I I was a kid just starting out, we we still actually had the records. So we didn't have any of this. 
this fancy stuff, you know. That you I mean, kids when, have when you now. say records to your door, I just pick <laughs> right. songs. And nobody like courted us yes. what to play. Right. I don't know if what I'm doing is legal. Right. I'm just r- running tracks off YouTube. Right. Editing the swears out myself. Yep. And and calling it a radio station. Yes. So he comes in. He says we want to make some hotter music. So I put in some hotter music. Yes. The first third second night whatever. I'm driving around. It's eight thirty. In Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah. Very conservative town. The town, I think, feels like it's still 1989. That is where the frame of mind is. Got it. Driving home, 830. I turn on our station. Yep. I put my rubber on, and then I dig in. Wow. I dig in, I dig. The artist is Duro. Okay. I found out at a yeah. later date. This was not a song that you put in. No, he had then changed the... So it's like 659 oh, to be... See. It'd be, your body is a wonderland. Yeah. And then at seven, it's like, it's... wrestle up the condoms and let's have sex. Wow. It was and, insane. Was that okay with you? No. Oh, okay. I was furious. <laughs> furious. Yeah. yeah. Imagine being in a small town at 830 yeah. and turning on a rubber song. No, probably not a good thing. But I didn't have, like, I didn't hire him. Yeah. I didn't fire him. We right. just kind of waited for it to. To go away. To go away. And what happened? He was going to get fired. Yep. And he might have had a feeling. Yeah. So he came in one day and he sat down with the boss. Yeah. We had an owner and then a boss for a while. Yeah. The boss eventually left, so the owner was the boss. Yeah. But the boss was like, and he goes, hold on. He pulls out a wad of 500 bucks out of his pocket, said, I just made a sale. And so she kept him on. And so he's on there another six months. Holy cow. And I just, I kind of just gave up. I said, fine, I'll do the station until seven, but I don't want to be responsible for this. Right. And I, I'm sure that killed us for people because you're on presets. Yes. And people just. Eventually you get off the preset if you're, you know. And that's that's the big thing too nowadays is like, are you safe to listen to with my kids in the car? You know, people make right. some bad mistakes sometimes of saying stupid things. Um during school transportation time. Right. And I think it's kind of important to be aware of that, especially on a female-leaning radio station like Mix and Kiss. Right. But when I look back, we were listener-driven. Yeah. I talked way too long on the morning show. Yeah. All of our liners, we ha- we were able like, to dig up, hey, this is Katy Perry, and then you could kind of edit. Yeah. But we did listeners for a lot of that. Like, sure. Hey, I'd walk around the park. Yeah. Hey, say, I'd give him a sheet. It said, yeah. It's a, hi, blank. Yep. I'm blank. You're listening to K107.1. They mm-hmm. take it. They go, hey, guys, this is Joe. I'm at the park. Uh, my favorite. I just say what I'm saying. Right. But, we, you know, we that was our, so you heard yourself I, throughout the day. I think those listener testimonies, I think that's a good thing. Very listener heavy. Yeah. Very yeah. request heavy. Yes. And then I was so proud. Yes. Of what I turned that station into. Yep. Three weeks later, it flipped a country. Oh, boy. I was so pissed. Yeah, I bet. I haven't been back there since. Since, right? I talked to the owner once. I ran into it at a Brewer game. Yeah. We pretended it wasn't terrible. Right. I mean, I left on my terms. I left to come here. Yeah, yeah. But I was so, just so mad. Wow. I, th- I, thought I, I thought you'd be more horrified by the all-request angle. You know, I mean, these days, there are so many. I mean, look at... look. Look at what we're doing right now. We're doing yeah. a podcast. It's a very specialized, very specific. Niche. Yeah. And and the thing is, 
in this day and age, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to have niche. So I guess I'm a lot I'm a lot more um positive on what you were talking about now than say I would have been twenty years ago when I was like one of those militant PDs that would like hotline, you know, call people on the phone the minute they did, just waiting for them to do something wrong. You know, ooh, that guy didn't say this word at this time, so I'm going to call him up and chew him out. Yeah. You know, because program directors can be not very nice people at times. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but. Hey, the two around this building are fantastic. Especially but, my boss, Tom Parker. There you go. Quick shout out for Tom. Especially. The Colonel, we Tom, call him. Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. So you guys, just to kind of wrap up. Yeah. You're programming your stations. Yeah. You're going off formulas. Yeah. How much does, how much does like your opinion then come into a song? Because I know there was a good success with Kiss and Camille Cabello, if that's how yes. you say her name. Yeah. Camille Cabello. Cabello. Camille Cabello. The Havana song. Havana. It kind of started here. It did. How my, did how does that happen? My music director, Nathan Graham, pulled that song out of midair when the album came out and said, you know, then they were, the record label was working some other single that we just thought was horrible. And so um, we had both listened to Havana and we both agreed that that was a pretty good song. And he said, well, we should put it on the air. I said, we should put it on the air. So we started playing it and just thought, let's see if we get any reaction from it. And we have the tools now where we can find out if that song is doing well or not doing well. I mean, there are so many things, so many metrics to look at now that, you know, we didn't have 20 years ago. We didn't have Shazam. You know, we didn't yeah. have, we didn't keep track of people that s- streams. I mean, there were no such thing as streams. Right. So, um, so now that we know that people were reacting to it, we went, well, maybe we're on to something. Maybe we should continue to play it. And then sooner or later, you know, other radio stations started hopping on, and it's now a number one song, or was a number one song. It was the first number one song of this year. It was number one for like seven weeks in a row. So real hits can start right here in Milwaukee. Well, that, I mean, she puts out a record, the record label. Yeah. But it's you guys that kind of turn it into a hit. That's true. That's a huge failure on their part. Well, I think they're happy now. <laughs> sure. And isn't she coming to Milwaukee she at is. some point? She's yeah. uh, she's part of our uh, she should be almost summer show. Which you know when we when we called this the almost summer show a couple months ago, we thought it would be almost summer. And I know as you can see, yeah. it's really not. All right, I have another question for you. Yeah. How do you feel like the three stations in this building should ever acknowledge that we exist with the other ones? Yes. In what way? Um, I think um, if you guys had like a, a huge franchise, like if you had the Milwaukee Bucks or the Milwaukee Brewers or whatever, I think it would behoove our... I got three stations... For now, yes. Wink, wink. Our, I don't know. Our, I mean, either. Uh, sure. Our our radio stations would say, "Hey, you know, if you're a Brewer fan, we have, you know, we have, you know, the Brewers are coming up on, you know, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the Fan." Yeah, that's good. Yeah. There should be. There should be some of that. Because basically, when I did the morning show, I had no co-host. Yeah. 
So I would tape and record a lot of segments to play. Yeah. Or I would go down the hall, see what the AM guy was doing. Yeah. I'd say, can you come in for five minutes and BS with me? Yeah. He'd say, yeah, we're just running farm egg. Right. And, he, and he's, so the people in the building became the co-hosts, but you right. say from KFIZ, yeah. K107, you know, if we do podcasts now with, with Kiss. Yeah. Uh, Dave, even with Mick. So, yeah. and I just, I like that. I like that. I mean, we are one in some way, even yeah, though absolutely. in our target demo, the fans, what's, what's funny is the two I, music ones. <laughs> I think people I I think people get along more as different radio stations in this building than probably other any other building in town because I hear stories. Yeah. Yeah. This one doesn't this one doesn't get along with that one. This morning show doesn't get along with that morning show, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. and like we don't have any of that here. Can which I tell I think you is why? fantastic. Why? Me. You. I'm the I'm the I'm the cure all. You are. That. I'm the bridge. You're the conduit. To everybody. To everybody. Well, it's different with like Brewers, and, but like Mix isn't going to say, hey, on Kiss. Right. Because they're like the. Yeah. Although every once in a while, if they're doing a charity, you know, if Mix yeah, is we'll doing do a charity thing. We'll, yeah. So, you know, I think um, I think it's, it, that's important um, because, you know, everybody knows Pepsi and Mountain Dew are related. So because you see their logos on the same things in certain parts of the country in certain areas. So. Um, I think a lot of people know that Mix and Kiss, and to a certain extent, the fan too. The fan is just the the kind of outlier of the three in that it's not a music right. station. So it's like, you know, well, we have this music station, we have that music station, and we also have a sports station. Right. So I don't know what my point was saying that, but I thought I, I'd mention it. I don't either. <laughs> so... If this was a job this is my interview. first podcast, by the way. Oh, ever? Yeah, I think How? so. How? I think so. No one, none of, Elizabeth has one? Yeah, no, I, I don't do these. She doesn't want to talk much. to you? Yeah. If this was a job interview for me to be a program director, would you give me a second interview? I would, because you were very honest. Mm. And I think as long as people are honest with me, I don't really have a problem with them. Because you talked about how I knew it was wrong. But I did it anyway because I wanted to become a better interviewer. And clearly, I can tell, demonstrated uh, today, you talking to me, that you are a good interviewer. You're a great yes, interviewer. Yes, I was fishing for a compliment. Yes. Thank you <laughs> very much. I told Tom, yeah. uh, my program director, yes, I told him. the colonel. I told him, I'd like to be a program director again someday. Yeah. He says, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. But Tim Allen and I always joke that we're two former program directors yeah. and we have that over everybody. I think it takes a certain temperament to be a program director, don't you? I like the job. Yeah. I like that I was four hours of this morning show, and then now I'm doing, like, program director stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I never truly had to fire anyone. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I've done it. It's not fun. It's never fun, and you never get used to it. You never get used to it. I couldn't even. I'd, yeah. It's tough. So that would be the area where I'm like. It's tough. Eh. Especially if they don't have it coming, especially if it's in, in the in in the light of say a financial cutback or or yeah. something that's that's when it's really hard i, well, cri- I, yeah. I cried once i, I, I don't blame somebody. you yeah because it's, of a financial cutback just like how when i was in high school and wanted to break up with someone yeah it's tough you don't you yeah. make them break up with you right right so i, I feel like i'm a horrible person until yeah, they're they break gonna up quit with you. They, yeah, these people are gonna quit they're gonna quit i'm gonna make them quit yep whatever yeah well k107 is dead okay it's now country it's now the bull. The bull. 107, the bull. Yeah. I have no ties to him. Yeah. 
I mean, the guy that works there, I talk to, but yeah, he's it. That's it. And it's a and shell it, of what it was. I thought I'd have a legacy there. Yeah, I know. Actually, I think they're doing pretty good. Are they? I don't know. How do you know? <laughs> There's no ratings. Right. Nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. BK, Brian Kelly. Hey, thanks. I appreciate your time. Great being here, Bart. Thank you. To pick your brain. Wings Things Podcast. Thank you so much.